it's all about playing the game the right way. The name on the front of the jersey is more important than that name on the back of the jersey. You play for the Indiana Pacers. That's who you represent. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the All Pacers podcast. Emergency podcast. Uh, yeah, it is an emergency <laughs> podcast, but also just like a regular podcast, too. So it's an all-in-one episode. It is. Uh, if you haven't already, please go follow us at all.pacers. You'll be seeing a lot of content coming out of there f- over the next few days and at all underscore pacers on Twitter and join our communities there. Jack and Breezy, how are you guys doing today? Do you, do you want to go first? Because I, I don't even know if I want to do this pod. I'm doing great. I'm also doing great. You're being weird. No, uh, this it's Black Wednesday. It's officially Black Wednesday. You, you keep saying that. No one else is as sad as you. We'll get to why in a minute. We'll get to why in a minute. Let's just remember January thirteenth. Questionable. We talked about this before the pod. If saying Black Wednesday, like because I'm thinking Black Friday is a good thing, business goes into the black. So, you're yeah. you're meaning it as a negative thing. So why don't you call it Dark Wednesday? Oh, Blue no. Wednesday. Ah, there you go, Blue Wednesday. It double meaning because blue sad and then blue oh, for the Pacers. Actually, well, okay. One of my favorite shows, Game of Thrones, has the red wedding because yeah. there's a. Well, I don't want to give it away. What happens? But well, blood's <laughs> red. That's all I'll say. <laughs> you get a Polaroid. Nice. Yeah, that was kind of fun. It was like our marketing picture. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Game of Thrones has the red wedding. Maybe today could be Blue Wednesday. I, I'm willing to change if Black Friday means like a shopping. I thought you were going to say day. Red Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> no, red wedding. You talked up red red wedding so much. No, blue's sad, red is blood. Black Friday is shopping. You could shed blood because you're <laughs> sad. <laughs> Some people All right. Do, uh, we don't need to get into that. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right, we'll get into that news here in just a minute, but before we do, as always, it's time for the stat of the day. I have a stat of the day. Wait, you're going to give the stat before the music plays? Oh. <clears throat> is that part of the song? You like it? No. Okay. Uh, I did. We'll workshop it. I, no, I loved it. it Don't change a, it. It was just sine wave. That's mm. all it was. It's. It sounded like throat singing. It sounds like that, but it's a sine wave. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, you guys, you better know where you were on this day because it was really recent. Oh. Where Do you know where you were March 5th, 2018? Uh, no. You can't say a twinkle in your father's eyes. Well, we could. We'd be wrong, though. Yeah, it'd be kind of weird for your dad and you. Uh, 2018? March 5th? March 5th, 2018. Do you, do you know what day of the week it is? Does it matter? I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, It's probably... It's a 7 p.m. 7 p.m.? Oh, I bet I was at... Uh, I bet I was... I don't know. What's the craziest place I would have been? I bet I was at that movie studio trying not to get sacrificed. Yeah, you did work for a cult for a little bit. Um, <laughs> we're not going to address that. No, we'll just leave <laughs> it just there. Just going to leave it there. <laughs> yeah, you're here now. <laughs> well, I can tell you, I was in Indianapolis, rooting hard for the Pacers. Oh, and they beat the Bucks, ninety-two to eighty-nine. They also had a winning record. Defensive game, right there. It really was a, a time before three-point shooting. Uh, the Bucks only took twenty-three, and the Pacers. Uh, how many did they shoot? They took 17. Wow. That seems really low. It does. Anyways, this is our last ever, and probably our first ever, 
Victor Oladipo stat of the day. And I picked what has to be his worst game as a pacer, (laughs) despite the fact that they won. He had 14 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, but he shot 5 of 19, and he had 10 turnovers. Whoa, double-double alert. (laughs) Double-double. He was dangerously close to a 5 by 5. Yeah, Oladipo. 10 turnover game and shot... 26% 26% from the field. I mean, depending on your definition of worst game, I mean, his worst game would be when he got hurt, but that's that's a good one right there. 10 turnovers is rough. Worst performance. Yeah. Yeah, he probably has some shooting nights close to that. Oh, for sure. Probably even I this season. I think the season. other night he yeah. had one pretty <laughs> close to that. Yeah. So, um, Oladipo, thanks for your time in Indy. Thanks for giving us this lousy stat. Oh, well, that brings us right to it, the big news of the day blockbuster trade in the nba sending james harden to brooklyn sending dante exum uh damian crux and uh who's the other guy here i'll get everything you got the you got it uh i thought i did let me let me go pull it up while you continue to guess we're we just we've been all over the place here getting ready for this pod so all these papers flying around everywhere (laughs) it's getting kind of crazy right pigeons in here (laughs) i hate when the pigeons are getting this was spur of the moment i mean Jeremy, you texted me. I was doing an Instagram live. Um, Jeremy, you texted me, said something like, I, hey, you need me to come over to do the pod. And I probably didn't respond for a while because my phone was being blown up. I was on Instagram live, which if you guys are listening right now and you were part of it, it's the most people we've ever had on an Instagram live that we've done so far. So uh, shout out you guys. But uh, that's enough stalling, Jeremy. I have the trade right here. I also have the oh, trade right okay, here. Okay, cool. And it officially sends James Harden to the Nets. Uh, Dante Exum, Rodion's Crux, uh, three Brooklyn first-round picks, four Brooklyn first-round pick swaps, a Milwaukee first-round pick. Unprotected. Unprotected, and one Victor Oladipo back to the Rockets. Pacers get Karis LeVert and a second-rounder from someone have been unable to determine I think, who that is coming I from. I think it just came from thin air. And then the Cavs get Jared Allen and Torian Prince. Jared Allen for Exum and a second-round pick, I think, is a pretty great deal for the Cavs. Absolutely. Yeah. And Torian and, Prince. And Torian Prince, yeah. Yeah. He, they get the... Uh, they needed center depth. They get the all-time best uh, post-game interview from the NCAA tournament. Yes. If you don't know what we're talking about, go look up uh, Torian Prince rebound. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So... After they so they lost Baylor was really good. They lost to Yale in the first I round. I remember that. And a reporter asked Torian Prince, Hey, how do you guys get out rebounded by Yale? And Torian just kind of stares at him for a second and then he goes, Well, you see, uh you, someone misses a shot, so you jump up and then you grab the ball <laughs> and then you come down <laughs> with it, and that's a rebound, and they got more of those than we did. <laughs> and that was his answer. Beautiful. It was amazing. But so yeah, good good pickups for the Cavs. How do you guys uh, like that trade for Brooklyn and Houston before we get to the Indiana part of it? Oh, okay. So before the Oladipo part was added into this three-team trade to make it a four-team trade, um, we all we all saw it as the the Nets, Rockets, and Cavs. Um, I thought it was an awful haul for the Rockets of what they could have got for such a great player who is probably still a top five player in the league right now. Um, 
But, I mean, after the Wall post-game press conference last night and the DeMarcus, I don't even know if it was DeMarcus Cousins, if it was just, like, him talking to someone on a podcast or whatever, or if it was press game or post-game, I don't know. But, like, what they had said, like, just kind of bashing James Harden for the way that he's handled the situation, which is well-deserved. Yep. Um, there was, I, there, I mean, this probably was the best they could have done, trade-wise. Yeah. I still feel like, well... I guess, uh, yeah, I agree with that. I think if Philly was willing to get rid of Simmons, it would have happened, even if it was just straight up Harden for Simmons. Like, yeah, I agree with you there. So obviously that wasn't on the table, yeah. or Philly wanted more back than just Harden or something. So it ended up being the Nets that got yeah. the trade. Mm-hmm. And Harden was like just killing his trade value, talking about like how much he wanted out. Because I mean, if he wants out so bad, then you don't really have to give so much for him. And th- this was a point I made earlier this season about Oladipo: is like, hey. It's understood that you want out. Don't go talking about it all the time and make any huge fuss about it because you're going to lower your trade value. So we'll never know Although if Harden's trade value could have gone up if he'd been more willing to just uh, play the game and be respectful, but here we are. Counterpoint, ruin your trade value so that the other t- the team you're going to doesn't give up as much. That's also true. That's fair. That's a fair point. And the Nets didn't. If if we assume that they will be very good for at least four more years, then which is very generous, is very generous. Yes, um, obviously nobody knows what's going on with Kyrie right now. He was on a Zoom call during a game and was at his sister's birthday. Yep, allegedly was with Drake, but I think he was just at the birthday. But regardless, he's being very weird um so, so, so surprising so surprising right who saw this coming <laughs> who saw this one coming? i honestly uh thought it would have happened sooner i'm not even kidding it's with how much he's been in the news recently like before the season i was like it's gonna fall apart real quick yeah, i guess it did fall apart real quick but i i thought sooner Kyrie has made himself a guy who's hard to root for and i think a lot of people feel that way about durant from when he went to golden state yeah uh, but I can't help but feel like a little disappointed because those few games they did play together, they were so good. Yeah, they looked really good. So I don't know. Maybe maybe he'll come back soon. I mean, if I was Steve Nash, I would suspend him when he finally does come back. Yeah, I mean, at least for a little. But yeah, what's the actual Kyrie, story on it? Like he just he just didn't want to go he play. Said, um, on a, he just told him he wasn't coming because uh, personal reasons. Which, in a normal job, if you do that... Like, <laughs> you get fired. You get fired. But Kyrie feels like he is allowed to for some reason. and It, d- it just doesn't make any sense. Well, he I, thinks I he's know. the best player in the league. First problem. Well, the best post player. Yeah, it's his thing. He wasn't <laughs> getting his post touches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I saw a weird stat for Brooklyn. with Since they traded away Jared Allen, they, and if they don't acquire any more first-round picks through some other deal... From 2014 to 2017, they will control exactly zero of their first-round picks. Wow. Because yeah. Jared Allen is the only one they would have made, and they traded him away, which is just insane. And Allen's a good player. I he hope is. he can actually get minutes in Cleveland yeah, it's because a, they have a smorgasbord of bigs now. Yeah, you made the joke earlier in a text about how they could start an all-five lineup. They could almost. start Allen, Drummond as, right now, especially because Garland and Sexton are out. You can start Allen, Drummond, Kevin Love. JaVale right. McGee. Uh, McGee and Larry Nance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, JaVale McGee's awful. 
Uh, also, Yogi Ferrell's there to play point. Oh, they yeah. they had a hardship for ten days signing. That's he's all you need, go, man. He's getting more. He's gonna get more. Already the greatest ten day contract of all time when he signed with Dallas. Um, could he could he rewrite history here and be the greatest ten day contract ever twice? Never. We'll have to wait and see. We'll yeah. have to wait ten days. I guess so. <laughs> Which we're probably like two days in already. So I think yeah. be a, it would be a continuing on of history. Oh. This is just a, a, his next chapter. It's just crazy that he's not on a team. Do you think he'll write an article in the Players' Tribune called My Next Chapter? <laughs> he should. <laughs> he'll go to the Players' Tribune and they'll say, who are you? Yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, let's get to the uh, relevant news for this podcast here. So originally it was reported that Karis LeVert was going to Houston as part of the trade. And then a few minutes later, uh, Sham Sharania came out and said that he was, in fact, going to Indiana, and Indiana was moving Oladipo to Houston. Jack, I'm going to let you go first here. What were what were your initial thoughts? Well, okay, so I was uh, reposting things onto our story on Instagram about this Harden trade, and uh, I started getting all these texts from people, and someone said, Oladipo to, to Houston, and my heart sank. I seriously, like, my heart was pounding so fast. Um, Wait, those are two very No, 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 things. sorry. It was, like, dropped shoot everything's going down like almost panic mode i was devastated and um i still am bummed like i'm gonna need i've been telling people like i'll need a week before i can even think about karis levert once a pacer always a pacer of course but i i mean this whole oladipo saga has been rough i thought it was getting better because the team was performing well um obviously he hasn't fully seemed like part of the team this whole time he's Mm -hmm. been kind of in it for himself it feels like i don't want to put words in your guys mouths that's how i felt and um i i don't know i just thought team success would lead to um oladipo being more content in indy and clearly uh he was still unhappy and this trade happened well there's no indication that he asked for the trade i feel like this this just adds to the the fact that this was true all along I don't know about that. I, it was my feeling before the season, and it's still my feeling now. Like, they were going to trade him all along. Do you think they knew last night against the Warriors, and that's why he sat out? Or do you think that was part of his injury coming uh, back? Possibly. Having it be the second night of a back-to-back gave it good cover to sit him out. Yeah. So, with all the moving parts involved in this, it makes sense that they would have been working on it yesterday, and they would have wanted to make sure that he was still healthy today. But you never know. They had good cover. So, How much do you think Oladipo knew about this whole thing? So hopefully, uh, one when he got traded before one of the times he was found out on a plane <laughs> to a new city. So they hadn't left San Francisco yet today. So hopefully Kevin Pritchard was able to sit him down and tell him face to face, and he didn't find out from Twitter or anything. But uh, I'm sure he's. I don't know. I'm sure he's happy to be going to a new place. I think he's wanted that for a while. But uh, I'm sure he also loved his time in Indiana, too. People really loved him here. Oh, yeah. Um, I wouldn't be super excited to go to Houston right now if I'm Oladipo. Um, I know, like, Christian Wood's been good and John Wall's looked good, too. But, like... Well, I'm not talking about team-wise. Like, just he wanted to be in a bigger market. Yeah. He's so Hollywood. That's the big thing. But, too, Houston could lose oladipo this offseason as well. It's their well, problem now. We don't even have to worry about it They anymore. can trade him again before the trade deadline. Yeah, yeah I, I oh. think they're... Gonna, he gonna trade him. they can hold on to him they have to hold on to him until march 4th which would give him three weeks before the trade deadline oh interesting yeah 
So don't buy an Oladipo Houston jersey. Probably not. Probably yeah, not, guys. Don't. I don't think. And even if he does play through the end of the season, would probably not think. That. What was that? You're holding your mic down. I'm trying to get I'm you to put it. So when you edit like this, this later, it'll be easier. <laughs> okay. You want me to hold it like this? Yeah, just so we c- the people listening can hear you. Okay. I feel like I would be heard more if I. No, it definitely got quieter then. Did it? Okay. Yeah. You should know these are your mics in your system. These are my six. My my um <laughs> whatever. Oladipo is in Houston. He's not gonna be there forever. As none of us are anywhere forever, but that's a different podcast and discussion for a different time. <laughs> uh before we get too caught up in Oladipo talk here, Jack, I know you say you don't even want to think about Karis Levert yet, but are you sad? And are you naming today Blue Wednesday? Just because you liked Oladipo so much? Yeah, well, I love Oladipo. I was very quick to say he was my favorite pacer of all time. I'm going to have to rethink things now <laughs> yes. since it was only – he really gave us one really good year. Um, and then, obviously, the the devastating injury. Um, but, yeah, I'm like get, – ask me in a week. Like, I'm sure my thoughts will change. I love Karis LeVert. I drafted him in our fantasy league. Um, I also have Oladipo in our fantasy <laughs> league, <laughs> which is – He'll get more shots now. Yeah, he's open for trade though. If you if you guys are interested in Oladipo, but yeah, you didn't text me back about Kobe, Kobe White. White. Yeah, yeah, well, I got a, I got a text from you and Seth, and I just decided to make you guys wait, play like hard to get. But okay, now that you asked, I'm moving on now. Okay. I'm actually just gonna make a <laughs> trade with Seth. Um, I forgot the question. What'd you ask? Uh, if you were mad, if you're sad about the trade itself, or just because we lost Oladipo? No, I think I. Th- I trust Kevin Pritchard in trades. Um, we don't know the inner workings of everything either, like what Oladipo has said behind closed doors, what the organization is thinking going forward. I do like Karis LeVert as a player. He's only 26 years old and just scored 43 the other night against Memphis. Um, so, yeah, I'm s- like, I feel way more bummed right now that Oladipo's leaving than excited that Karis LeVert's coming. But um, I know I'll warm up to it. Let me Let me help you warm up to it. We're getting a player that's two years younger than Oladipo, has pretty similar averages, and has improved on his uh, totals from last season. And he's under contract for three years at a lower number than Oladipo was. And we're under the tax now. So does that all does all that help you feel oh, a little bit better? You know what? It all makes sense now. It was all tax related. <laughs> it all adds up, man. It's all tax. This ultimately is Jane LeCue's fault, which in a way, is still kind of T.J. Leaf's fault. It's T.J. Leaf's fault Oladipo was traded. On the other hand, how about the fact that they probably just knew they were going to trade Oladipo at some point, so they weren't really worried about the tax number? <laughs> oh, that, dang, that's that true. Time. Okay, yeah. How crazy is it to say that Victor Oladipo is only two years older than Karis LeVert? That really is crazy. Yeah. It, does, it does seem like LeVert is five years younger. That's true, yeah. Did Levert came out as a senior at Michigan, right? Yeah. And Oladipo went three years. Yep. How many of those Michigan players can you name from that team? Did he play with Skip Albright or Spike? Spike, Spike. Albright. Oh, Spike you probably Albrecht. know the team really well as a Louisville fan. Uh, I don't know. We never played them. Wait, was Levert oh, on was the championship team? He had to be there in 2013. What, what championship are you talking about? There wasn't a champion. Oh, the, well, yeah, the one Michigan that Michigan, Michigan didn't play a game in that championship <laughs> game. Michigan, was, <laughs> Michigan has been involved in two championships that didn't count yeah. <laughs> for them. Really? They took away their Final Four for the uh, with the Fab Five. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I haven't watched the... 
Well, they they still have their final time. four for 2013. Right, but there's it's just like no there's the no game didn't happen. No official champion. <laughs> Did, yeah. Didn't they kind of win then? Wouldn't they just give it to Michigan? Uh, they, no, the Louisville players sued and they won the lawsuit and that said that the NCAA can't tell them they're not the national champions <laughs> because the NCAA is a ridiculous governing body that shouldn't exist probably. Said the Louisville fan. Uh said the fan of <laughs> college sports and getting those guys paid. Mm. Oh. There you go. <laughs> um Duncan Robinson. Uh who was that guy who went to OKC, the big guy? Gary uh Gary Trent. No, not Gary Trent. Uh, uh, McGarry. G- yeah, Mitch McGarry. Mitch, Mitch McGarry. McGarry. That's what it was. Mitch McGarry. Uh, and Trey Burke? Yeah. Trey Burke was there? No, Trey Burke left after no, the No, Trey Louisville Burke was game. there. Oh, in 2013? He was there in oh, 2013. We ta- we're talking about that team that yeah. played. Oh, well, they had t- yeah, they had Burke. They had Tim Hardaway Jr. Yep. They had Glenn Robinson? Tim Hardaway Jr. Duh. Glenn Robinson was probably on that team, too. That's unreal. All those guys were right around that time. I can't. Stauskas? I don't know for sure. Was Stauskas on that team? Yeah. Hey, and wasn't Mitch McGarry the best player on that team? <laughs> or Stauskas probably. No, no, it was Burke. It was Burke by far. Oh, yeah, duh. That's right. So maybe I'm thinking of two different teams. Maybe we are right. Why are we talking about Michigan still? You brought it up. Yeah. I f- kept going. My bad. I see this meme, too, I wanted to share with you guys a minute ago. Yeah, it's you have a gif on your screen that I am have only seen, and it's very distracting. And I've always said that uh, – Visual memes work best in an audio medium, so this is perfect. <laughs> well, I'm going to describe it perfectly, so be ready. Um, so it says Brooklyn strip club owners right now, and it's SpongeBob and this other fish dude maniacally, maniacally strangler, maniacally, maniac. No, wait, is it the smog strangler? Or is that from another show? Uh, it's the something strangler. Yeah, it's the something strangler. Is he the? He's the pickle guy, right? The pickles under the tongue. Let me see. No, that. that's fats. That's oh, then, that's no, like right. an early episode. Okay, well, they're maniacally rubbing their hands together. What's the word I was thinking of? I think you almost said canonically. No, not canonically. But I did say that, didn't I? But that's not what I meant. I meant maniacally. Yeah. Yes. Uh, maniacally rubbing their hands together. So it's Brooklyn Strip Club owners right now. <laughs> they're excited. They're getting greedy and evil laughing. Um, but shout out to SpongeBob memes. <laughs> always yeah, shout out to Brooklyn Strip. Always gets too. me laughing. Yeah, I imagine business. they're all still closed down though, so I don't think. Well, they're they better reopen because this is going to be the greatest year they've ever had. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I'll circle back to the, what you said though about and agree that I don't think things with Oladipo got better this year, um, as far as his attitude and him wanting to be there long term because I think if he did and if it was better he's been playing well his numbers are basically the same as they were in 2018 mm-hmm. before he got hurt was named an all-star but then got hurt before the all-star break um so he's playing well I don't think he's as good as he was that year um I I think but, part of the thing with him too is I think he's been the third best player on the Pacers this season. Yeah. And he wants to be the best player on a team. Right. So. Which he can be now in Houston. That's yep. true. But I think if if it was that good then with him in the Pacers organization, he wouldn't have been in this trade. It would have been picks going to Houston or and salaries to match to yeah. get Levert. I am comparing Oladipo and Karis Levert's stats right now. I got on Stathead Basketball. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. So this is from this season so far. Um, It is not. Let me try to find this season. Do they not have this season? 
It is per game for their career. Um, here, come back to me. No, we're going to sit here and wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so here's what I'll just do. I'm going to go to well, basketball reference. I got it pulled up now. Okay, I was going to say, I think I think if I remember correctly, Oladipo's around 20 points per game. Exactly 20. Levert's at 18. Uh, 18 Levert, and a half. Levert's at six assists per game. I'm not sure what Oladipo's number is there. Oladipo assists per game right now is 4.2. So there, there's that's a winner for Levert there. Uh, Levert shooting overall is better, but I think Oladipo's three-point shooting is a little bit better. Uh, Levert wins in every category. So Levert right yeah. now, field goal percentage is 43.5%. Uh, three-point percentage is 34.9%, so 35% um, basically. Free uh, free throw percentage, he's shooting 76.5%. Here's Oladipo's. Oladipo this season is shooting 42% from the field, 36% from three, and uh, 73% from free throw. So like I said, Oladipo a little bit better <laughs> three-point shooter. Yeah. Oh, did <laughs> I do that wrong? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like <laughs> these are all... <laughs> so, so 35 to 36, you're right, yes. I did look at those numbers earlier. I wasn't just pulling those out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, well, I definitely read them on the Instagram live we did uh, that Leverts were better all the way through. So I mixed them up. But So sorry if you guys were watching that. I mean, it's just one percentage point. That's not a real <laughs> They're all difference. basically one percentage point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, except for the assist number. That's almost two whole assists. What Levert has two more assists. Yeah. Well, this, this is what this trade is for the Pacers is the defense of Oladipo for the facilitating of Levert, I think. And obviously his youth and his better contract. But... If you're looking at just the players, I think you know they can both obviously score and get 20 a game. Um, Levert seems like he maybe has a higher ceiling just because of his youth and more health in recent years. Uh, but they both have had their health issues. Um, but Oladipo, obviously a better defender. Levert, an underrated playmaker, though, I think, in the league. And somebody who's what is he? Is he six five? Six six. He's six six. So you'd think of him as kind of a shooting guard or maybe even a three, uh, but he really can go out there and play point guard, which yep. is is nice for the pay or any team to have. I mean, really. he's gonna he's gonna fit right into that Oladipo role. He's right. starting right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There 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 won't be any. Just he'll have to pick up the system, but that's not gonna take too much time. He's gonna fit right in right now. Yeah. Um. Another thing, too, like, we don't really need a ton of playmaking. We just need someone who's going to be unselfish this season because we have a really good team. Oladipo has been kind of selfish um, this season. We have great playmaking from Brogdon, from Sabonis. Levert's going to get good shots, yeah. especially when Warren comes back, too, and McConnell comes back as well. Like, we, we have a ton of good playmakers that um, are just going to set him up for success. And he's also not going to feel like the Pacers' two best players want to get rid of him, too, this whole time, which... I'm sure he felt a lot in Brooklyn with Kyrie mm -hmm. and Kevin Durant. Yeah. So I think this is just going to be a really good experience for him. Um, and uh, I'm, I guess I'm excited. Just I am still more sad that Oladipo's leaving. I mean, there's other positives as well. Uh, Lamb expected to be back sometime relatively soon. Yeah, maybe on this road trip we're on right now. And so with the minutes Levert will get, you're going to be able to have Lamb pick up a little bit more minutes than you would have with Oladipo playing. Um, like you said, we don't. Oladipo needed the ball in his hands a lot, and with Brogdon and Sabonis, you're, you're not going to get the opportunities you need to excel if you have Oladipo's play style. And Levert will be able to fit in there a little bit better, I think, than Oladipo did. Hope so. So yeah. Oh well, yeah. Well, 
We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> but everything, I, I love this trade for the Pacers. I think it's, it's great. It's a very good deal for the Pacers. Are we going to yeah. have to wait long to see Levert, you think? Or you think he'll jump in on this road trip? Uh, He won't be there. We're recording this Wednesday right after the news broke. We play Portland Thursday night. He won't. I doubt he would be there yeah. for that game. Uh, but possibly the following game. We'll we'll see how it works out. Hey, so shout out Justin Holiday. We're going to see him start again. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm okay with. I don't know how the uh, protocols work for traded players. Oh. Because he's going from one place. He's, I don't know if he's got a quarantine or anything. And it's well, they've kind of had no protocol up to this point. <laughs> so apparently been, they're trying to crack down now. It's been a rough couple weeks for the NBA. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. If As long as he doesn't have to do a, a quarantine, I expect for him to be in the lineup in a couple games. Okay, so rank the four teams that were part of this trade from one to four in uh, like how well they did in this trade. One to four? Yeah. So best first? Yeah. I will say I think the Pacers did the best just because they didn't really – they gave up Oladipo, but they didn't have to give up any assets to get a good young asset who yeah. is – you know, you can debate who's better between him and Lavert, but at least a player on par with Oladipo's skill level who seems to still have – potential to grow um it just it seems like a very good deal for them he's at a cap friendly number so i like that i think you uh actually i'm gonna go with the nets number two um you you gotta have the team getting the best player in the trade at least yeah. second in the deal some people have killed them i know what did you say espn gave him like a d minus yeah they got a d are, are we it, certain harden's better than oladipo <laughs> yes, we are hundred percent certain. I know he has not played well at all this year, especially like the last five games. But, but I would I would chalk a lot of that up to he just doesn't care. <laughs> he hasn't yeah. cared at all on the and Rockets. He's, he looks and is out of shape. Yes, um, worse than Jokic. But oh, all right, we're not going to do a Jokic <laughs> slander <laughs> hour right here. Jokic is very in shape. Uh, he's lost a lot hang of on, weight. Hang on. What? Very in shape. I don't know about very in he, shape. If the Nuggets were winning uh, like they were last year right now, he'd be the MVP favorite by uh, yeah, a landslide. Uh, well, Joel Embiid is preventing that from being a landslide. No, I'm I'm saying if they were winning right no, now, but it would that's what be. I'm saying. The, Joel Embiid looks really good right now, too. You he does, it, but uh, Jokic is averaging a triple-double. And, and we're just going to forget Brogdon like that? We're going to forget Brogdon <laughs> like that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna forget him like that anyway Just so this whoever's in shape better Harden or Jokic, it doesn't matter so sorry continue what you're gonna say well basically you got a superstar in this trade now you assumingly have him to pair with durant and uh Kyrie. the only reason i don't put it number one is because it seems like there's a lot of volatility with Kyrie and with harden you, yeah you're not certain he's gonna re-sign there you're not really certain how long or how uh, good this team looks long-term. They have basically done another big trade-away all our picks for these players. We saw how it worked for them with Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett the last time they did it last decade. Yeah, they ended up with Kevin Durant and James Harden. (laughs) They did eventually, yes, but it was rough for a good, what, six years there. Yeah, it was not great. Um, That And uh, they really – their team is still – complete it seems like 
not maybe not complete is the right word, but they lost Allen and uh, Lavert, but they still have other pieces that are there. TLC, um, Harris, Paris, Harris. Oh yeah, Joe, Joe Harris. Harris. DeAndre Jordan, I don't think is as good as Allen, but he's still fine and serviceable. Uh, KD and Kyrie thinks he's way better than Jared Allen, so that's what the determining factor was. Right. right? Um, losing Prince kind of hurts, but um, those those minutes are replaceable, and they still have money to work with. Yeah, they've too. got three open roster spots. They have two exceptions to use, and they yeah. have a little bit of cap space, so they'll, they'll pick somebody up, I'm sure. Right. Um, uh, I have the depth chart right now as it stands. You have the death chart? Yeah. And the depth chart. Oh, okay. It is red. Wait, do you want to? You want him to finish his rankings? <laughs> oh, trade? yeah. Well, I know you were <laughs> guessing what players were left. Only I, I have through. that pulled up. If you wanted, is this is for the Nets? This is the Nets. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So, uh, Kyrie, James Harden, Jeff Green, Kevin Durant, DeAndre Jordan. Is who they have starting right now? Uh, backup point guard Bruce Brown, then Chris Chioza. Shooting guard Joe Harris, Landry Shamit, Tyler Johnson. I forgot he's on that team. Small forward. Your boy, Austin, Timothy Luwawu Cabarro. Mm-hmm. Um, backup power forward, Reggie Perry. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. And yeah, then backup center, Nick Claxton, who I'm hoping goes off soon because I've invested in some of his rookie cards. Oh, he's a rookie. Oh. I didn't know. Yeah. But, uh, well, he was last so year. So is. three, six, nine, Damn, 12. They, find. Thir- oh. they have 13 players right now. So they'll, they'll add someone. Lance yeah, they still out there. Joe Harris. Bruce Brown looked like an all star against the Nuggets last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they've they've still got a really good. I mean, I think they are the favorite in the East if all their three superstars are there. Um, and then who else is in this trade? The Cavs the and Cavs. The, um, the Rockets. Rockets. Yep. Uh, I'll say Rockets third. Uh, they didn't really get any player pieces back unless you're still Oladipo. Unless you well, unless you still have Dante Exum stock, stop. He's, he's still uh, <laughs> not that old. That's he's, true. They also got uh, Oladipo. They got Oladipo, who they can flip into something, and they got a lot of picks and pick swaps, which basically now they're just kind of a normal team as far as draft picks go. Because remember, they traded all of theirs away yep. to get Russell Westbrook. So now you're just kind of back where you started. Um, Do you think they did this trade to get Tyler Hero? You think that's their like big <laughs> piece they wanted? Because Oladipo's wanted to go to Miami. Uh, I don't. That could know be that one of their intentions. Miami gives up Hero for Olad. In fact, I know they wouldn't give him Michael up. Porter. For who? Michael Porter from Denver for Oladipo. Oladipo, get out of town. <laughs> then I have the Cavs at fourth. Even though I think overall, I think this is a really good trade for every team involved. Um, I'll say the Cavs just because it's probably the least exciting part of the trade. They got Jared Allen and Torian Prince, who are both good assets. Um, but as of now, their team's kind of a mess as far as having three centers and one power forward in Kevin Love, who doesn't really play well, at least with like Drummond and McGee on the court. Mm-hmm. So you got to think that Cleveland is going to try. They're certainly going to hang on to Jared Allen, but. I'm sure they'll try to at least trade two of McGee, Drummond, and Love. Uh, maybe McGee is even a buyout guy. I don't know how much value he has on the trade market. Um, and Torian Prince is a nice little piece. I'm not sure exactly how old he is. He's, I know he's still in his 20s. Um, decent wing defender. Can, Isaac Okoro, rookie, has been pretty good. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, their roster, Cleveland's roster outlook is really nice if you yes. think they have Garland, Sexton, and, and of course it all depends on how good these players become, but Garland, Sexton, Okoro, uh, Kevin Porter Jr., who well, is a fifth guy. What What's going on with him right now? There's some like legal issues or... Yeah, so uh, conduct detrimental to the team or something. Gar- and Garland's hurt, Sexton's hurt. I mean, they're not long-term injuries. But and they have Thon Maker, who could be 19, could be uh, 45. They do have to waive a player to make the trade work. So it might be <laughs> Thon Maker. He's probably the favorite to get waived. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they they have got a nice. Oh, and uh, Jared Allen was the fifth guy. So they've got a lot of nice, really young pieces now that they can start to build around. Uh, it's all just kind of a matter of how they develop, but you you have to be excited about the future if you're Cleveland. And Larry Nance is not that old either. Yeah. So and he's been pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Very good on defense. Oh. Very highly rated defender by some of the advanced metrics. Unfortunately, the rest of the team is not very good at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, reaction has been pouring in from around the league. Can I share with you all some of my favorite tweets? I've Ooh, seen? so excited. Uh, Thad Young, wow, with a mind-blown emoji. <laughs> He's very excited. Riveting. <laughs> very excited for the trade. Uh, when asked how he thought Karis LeVert would work out in Indy, Damian Lillard responded, I think he's going to take off now. Oh. So There you go. And Kendrick Perkins, I second that. I second that. <laughs> so there you go. Two two guys <laughs> saying they think LeVert's going to be great in Indy. And then uh, the, my my favorite one, the third one I have here, from uh, the official Velveeta Cheese account. Feels like this is more because Depot was going to be a free agent, so getting Karis is a great move. <laughs> wow, what a great take from the Velveeta Cheese <laughs> if account. If you all haven't looked at the Velveeta Cheese account, it is pure gold. <laughs> it is so funny. Wow. He's, he's got all sorts of basketball takes. He's a funny guy. It's a really well-run account. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. And I'll say this about Velveeta. One of my favorite burgers. A Velveeta burger? Yeah. There's a there's a place downtown where we live, uh, that a bar that had at least they used to have a burger that they had melted Velveeta on. One of the best burgers. Interesting. Interesting. You wanna give a shout out to the restaurant or uh I don't want to because I don't want people to know where we live. You're right. We've never said it before. We've never said it where we live, have we? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, then what is it? Is it Steak and Shake? Because that's literally everywhere. <laughs> okay, it's either if we know Austin, It's Jeremy. Pints and Union. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I was going to guess White Union. Castle or Steak and Shake if I know Austin. No, no more White Castle for a while. No more Dairy Queen for a while either. <laughs> That Dairy Queen the other night messed me up. I felt very gross. Breezy's had some bad experiences with eating too much chicken strips. Well, we also did talk about the White Castle experience recently, yeah. so this is fresh on people's minds, hopefully. Yeah. Just different chicken. I mean, it's it's a chicken story this time. Different. It's a chicken story. Dairy Queen, I went. It was our friend Jacob, friend of the pod. Jacob, it was his birthday. A few of us got together uh, for a meal, and then... Went right, back I, to we need. I need to emphasize this. We got together and had a meal, all of us, including Breezy. Yes, and at the restaurant, I said, "I don't want to stay here and watch." It was the night of the Alabama game, the championship. 
I said, I don't want to stay here and watch this because I'll be tempted to get more food that will be unhealthy uh, because I'm trying to watch what I eat. So I got the this restaurant's black bean burger. I will not shout this restaurant out because it's not that great. I don't know why we went there. It wasn't it's, for the food. It Oh, it was for the beer? Yeah. White oh, Castle? Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> White Castle's beer was phenomenal. Um Oh. So anyway. So I got so I got the black bean burger there and it, it was all right. It was all right. Um but then I was like if I know if I stay, I'm going to get like some chicken wings or something like that or a big burger. So I'm like, let's go. And also their seats are tiny. They're not very comfortable. So I was like, let's go somewhere where we can sprawl, you know? <laughs> uh, so we go back to Jacob's house. On the way, there's a Dairy Queen. I stop. I'm like, ah, the, f- the flesh is weak. <laughs> so I got some honey barbecue, uh, honey barbecue chicken finger basket, which apparently they don't give you gravy with that one. They give you ranch. But I still said, I said, I want gravy with this. They said, you want the gravy instead of the ranch? I said, yes, I want the gravy instead of the ranch. They gave me two ranches <laughs> after asking me. I still find it strange that you want to dip honey barbecue into gravy. I'll dip anything into gravy. <laughs> and I'll dip anything into honey. So it's just a great... So they, they heard you say you wanted gravy, and they looked at each other in there and said, we're not giving this dude gravy for honey barbecue, and they gave you ranch. Maybe Apparently. maybe they thought you said it's all gravy. So like, they oh, th- that's oh. what they thought, yeah. Uh, do you want ranch? It's all gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Which could mean two things. It could mean, oh, it's all good, or like, ah, it doesn't matter. It's all gravy to me anyways. Yeah. <laughs> all these sauces, ketchup, barbecue, it's all gravy. But apparently you go to DQ, if you really want gravy, you have to just get a regular chicken finger basket. You can't do the honey barbecue, <laughs> which is really good, but it's a mess, and so I didn't get gravy. So is that the point of the story? or No, the point is I got a six-piece instead of a four-piece, so I overate. <laughs> uh, I went to bed feeling horrible, <laughs> It's and I just want to emphasize how good I've been eating since even a few days before the New Year started. I felt terrible. That night, going to bed and waking up for work uh, about five hours after I went to bed because I had to work very early the next morning. Rough. They talked me into staying to the game till at least halftime. Um, it didn't take that much talking into. No, it didn't. Just <laughs> one of our friends kept saying, you've got halftime. And Breezy kept saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that's my fault. But So I did that, and then... On the way to work the next morning, I had a cup of water, and I put my phone right into it as I was driving, apparently. Didn't notice till I got to work to take the auxiliary cord out of my phone, and uh, so n- then I broke my phone. So the, be- the moral of that story is that the first time you dipped your phone into a cup of water in your car, you didn't learn the lesson <laughs> to get a lid. <laughs> yes, because, okay, now we're going back. This is a lot of podcasts. Wow, well, we we got to save this for next episode. We'll we'll do part two. All next right, that's episode. a spoiler. Part two <laughs> coming next week. Part two, which is actually part one. Uh, part two, the prequel. Yeah, is so what it is. Ah, so yes, keep yes, up. Yes. If you can't keep up, figure it out. Watch the movies. Maybe you can learn <laughs> plot summaries and stuff. And but we'll get back to the breezy chicken saga. Part two, the prequel next <laughs> week. <laughs> Uh, any closing thoughts on Karis LeVert or the trade in general before we move on here? Uh, you guys have made me feel a little more positive on this trade, but I, st- I mean, I am going to be sad on this Oladipo stuff for a while. He was our best player for, I guess, a year and a half 
you could technically say two two seasons. He was an All Star twice. Um, we had some great memories with him. Even when he came back from his injury, um, that the ruptured quad, he hit that huge shot against Chicago. Yep. He's had great moments since, and it's been fun to be an Oladipo fan over the years. I'm gonna miss him like crazy. Um, and I mean, I'm a we're IU fans, breezy too. Like it was, it's fun to see. Yeah, like I'm, a, I'm still a big IU fan. Yeah, it's I good know to all see all the players. <laughs> it's good to see. It's like some of your favorite TV episodes are when your two TV, sh- your two, your two favorite TV shows come together and do a crossover episode. That's almost what this felt like. Was Oladipo was coming Wait, to Indy? That happens so rarely. Yeah. Well, if you like, Give me an when you were a kid, that happening. Think about all the Nickelodeon shows as a kid you would see that did crossover episodes. Um, like. I'm just gonna name random ones that it probably happened. Uh, Rugrats, the and then the Wild Thornberries, maybe that had to have happened. That, I, I, that probably happened. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Cat Dog maybe jumped in there every so often. I doubt that one. <laughs> but uh, I love. Can we go back to Wild Thornberries? I think that might have been my favorite Nickelodeon oh, show. It was really good. Really? Well, I'm glad I named it. I loved Rocket Power. Rocket Power is my Power favorite. Power was very good too. Yeah. Rocket Power is my favorite one. And anyway, remember so, when we had a debate, Reese? recently ish uh about whether that show took place in hawaii or california yeah uh i swore it was hawaii this the whole I time i thought it was too it was california yeah, it was california we, we i was on team california so <laughs> we tend to agree and we both lived in california austin we did so we should have had better. a much better experience than i did <laughs> too <Please>. much chicken <laughs> uh not enough chicken oh i would say actually chicken was one of my few bright spots of living in california Oh, do you remember that sandwich we got? The fat sales. Oh, fat oh my was so good. gosh, man! That mozzarella guy. sticks, buffalo chicken, French fries. Wow. I mean, what else was even was gravy? Probably so- the gra- oh, there was gravy on this sandwich. Oh my gosh! Yo, the dude. guy, the cranberry, the ocean spray guy, the from the from TikTok. Yeah, from TikTok. It was like yeah, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. I, I dare us. you to name that band. Uh, Fleetwood Mac. Okay, good. Stevie Nicks. You sang it in a way that said you didn't really know. I don't know that song, but I just know like you know who they are. James. I know Stevie. I probably know Stevie Nicks' music better than them, which is maybe sad, maybe not. I don't know. But that guy got a sandwich at Fat Sal's. Oh, oh, that's cool. He also got COVID. I hope he's doing better. Oh. Okay, yeah. Get well soon. Yeah. Uh, speaking of COVID, real quick, some breaking news just a few minutes ago. Uh, the Suns game on Friday just got canceled, so hopefully there's no contra- contact tracing issues leading oh. going back to the Pacers game. We'll see what happens there. Well, at least we could play Karis LeVert our <laughs> next game. <laughs> well, not our next game. Oh, we said that. That's true. Shoot. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. Keep your eye- That's something to keep your eyes on moving forward, just to watch out for that. Well, since we're here and not doing this podcast on Thursday like normal, um, do you want to go over the past two games that the Pacers played since we last did a podcast? Yeah, it should be three games, right? Oh, should it be? Because I only wrote down two. <laughs> it should be because uh, Saturday, Monday, and Tuesday. <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, I have Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because Saturday was the Suns game. That's what it was. There you go. And that was a loss, Jack. <laughs> yeah. 125-117. I must have put it out of my memory because um, I definitely did not write that down. I started with the Kings. Um, let me pull this game up. Do you do you have the stats and stuff? Yeah, Bridges, big game for the Suns, 34 points. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Uh, oh, dude, Bridges looked good. He's a really good player. But not as impressive as Sabonis' 28-22. and 22. And to have that in a loss is just crushing. He's a really good player. He is. He's a very, very good player. That is for sure. 
Uh, Miles Turner added four blocks. He's a really good player. A really good game for him. Uh, really good player? Number one in the league in defensive box plus minus right He's now. looked good on defense this year. Second in defensive win share. Uh, first in blocks by a lot still. He's got to say, if you're a Pacers fan, if nothing else, you're glad because Miles Turner has driven his market value way up. That's true. 100%. You've got to be glad that they didn't trade him for Gordon Hayward now. Hey, I've been saying for a long time this guy's a good player. We need to keep him, and we'll figure it out. Yeah, but would you say he's a really good player? He's a really good player. Whoa. Wow. There you go. Is he a mega really good player? <laughs> I think he's a mega, mega good player. <laughs> Not a mega really good player, a mega, mega good player. Is he a Yon mega good player? Yon <laughs> uh, mega is a Pokemon. Oh, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah, it's like a it's like a dragonfly. Oh, and then what, yeah, that's number twelve for Pokemon references over the course of this <laughs> podcast <laughs> over the years. Oh, that's pretty. Wait, good. how long have we been doing this? A year? It's only like one a month. Year and we started twenty nineteen. Year and four months or so. It's less than that's less than one Pokemon reference per month. You got to pick it up. <laughs> you do. Oh, yeah, I got to get. I got to pick it up. So what I will say is, Demonis Sabonis did his best Andre Drummond imitation in this game. Put up twenty and twenty plus for points, rebounds, and lost. Um, <laughs> yeah, very true. So, yeah, I mean, this was a tough game because, you know, like it was the first game of the road trip. Road trips are always tough, especially during COVID season. And we're on the West Coast, too. Like, I hate staying up late for these games that we lose. Time zone, yeah. The time zone change just sucks. Um, and it's it's just tough to see him. Uh, real quick, some more breaking news. Oh. Finally figured out who is sending the Pacers that second-round pick. It is a 2023 Houston second-round pick. Oh, so there we go. The mystery has been solved. So it could be a uh, early second round pick. Could be, possibly, yeah, yeah. Never know. I'm okay with that. Can use it to get a guy who will never play, <laughs> as most as 99 percent of second round players are. That's true. Yeah, we'll we'll blow the pick anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, another guy who had a really good performance in that game against the Suns was Justin Holiday, 17 points. Yeah, a lot of good performances in a loss is tough. One bad performance that we've been seeing over and over again was Aaron Holiday, only three points in that starting lineup. And that's that's the main problem is he was in the starting lineup, turns out. And in the next game, <laughs> he got dropped from the starting lineup. Yes, he did. And, I mean, he should have been. That, that was, what, his third game in the starting lineup or fourth uh, game? More than that. Because I even pointed out last week how bad the our worst offensive rating was with him in the starting lineup. That's so, right. And it took a couple more games for him to get out of there. So at least they did make the change. Uh, we all know Nate McMillan never would have made that change. <laughs> so, Bjorkren, good good call by you. Uh, Jack, what are your thoughts on this 127-122 loss to the Kings? Well, I have a ton of notes. Some of them don't even make sense. It was a late game, so just like bear with me on some of these, okay? Because one of them I put, De'Aaron Fox has some serious bags under his eyes. That's not analysis. I just noticed it and wrote it down. All right. So it's it might be some stuff like that. I tried to read the most ridiculous one to start. That's the hard hitting news coverage you get from all Pacers. I just I thought I saw the bags under his eyes and I thought this dude's partying too much at night. I already know. No, it's because he's tired of people sleeping on him. Oh, because <laughs> let me tell you, De'Aaron Fox really good this year. Yeah, honestly, he um, has been. Yeah, and, and in previous years, Malcolm but. Brogdon would agree as well <laughs> with that poster dunk at the end of the game. Um, De'Aaron Fox had on him. Yeah. But, so. Um, First three Kings possessions this game, you guys probably remember Oladipo had a steal. Rip Oladipo. Oladipo had a steal that led to a dunk. Pacers up 2-0. Next possession, Miles Turner blocked a shot. Then Justin Holiday assisted Sabonis. Pacers up 4-0. 
Then the next play, Justin sto- or a steal, and then Justin Holiday had a dunk. Patriots up 6-0. Sacramento calls a timeout. I thought in that moment, this isn't even a competition. The Patriots are so much better. Little did I know, Rashawn Holmes is actually good. I've been I've been saying you two are wrong this whole time. Yeah. Rashawn Holmes is a good player. I take <laughs> back everything I've he ever said. He has the said. best push shot in the league. Oh, really? I didn't analyze I don't know if I, I don't I don't know the numbers if my numbers on that are right, but his push shot is interesting. Incredible. Well, okay, so the thing I really liked about his game, it was a small part, was um he boxed out Sabonis and Turner so well. Yeah. And um I guess that's like that's a real skill that you like you can stand apart from different people mm-hmm. like talent-wise. Like this guy's definitely better at boxing out than certain players. Um really prevented Sabonis and Miles Turner from getting good offensive rebounds there was one possession at the end of the game where i think miles turner had two or three offensive rebounds in one possession um pacers just kept missing shots um but we kept getting the ball back um so like the stats will look a little uh skewed in that direction but rashawn holmes looked good there um and justin holiday starting played really well and it was fun to see that so uh what what are some of your thoughts uh four players over 20 sabonis 28 oladipo 21 brogdon 24 McDermott twenty one off the bench, so that's good. But McDermott was good. Then no one else was even in double digits. Or Holiday was the closest with eight in thirty four minutes, which you want a little bit more from your starters there. Didn't get a lot of shots. I guess missed more, but I I loved his defensive effort. Uh, And then Aaron Holiday had another rough game off the bench here, but uh, your boy Edmund Sumner got in. That's what I was gonna say. He got in in the first quarter. Actually, he was the uh, I think. I wrote it down. He might have been the first sub off the bench. Um, I didn't write it down, but I believe he was. Um, came into the game the same time as Corey Joseph and Glenn Robinson the third did for the Kings, oh. two former Pacers. Yeah. That was fun. Um, and I also wrote down at this point in the game, uh, it's still the first quarter, Sabonis will, in all caps, break his career high in points this game. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to cross it out. I wanted to let you guys know. But really, I... I I mean, Rashawn Holmes looked good against Sabonis and Miles Turner. I think they thought this would be easier than it was. Um, but McConnell not being in the lineup uh, with his playmaking because he just had it. His wife just gave birth to another one of their kids, or it might be their yep. first one. Um, and his playmaking was missed big time. Doug McDermott had a good game because Sabonis was there um, to feed him the ball. And, like, they ran a lot of plays through Sabonis. Like, there was one point when we had the ball at the top of the three, um, and then Aaron Holiday and Sabonis set a double screen for McDermott to run up. Um, and then he drove to the lane and scored. So he's been good nice, at that as yeah. well this year. So um, he looked good, but we just fell short. We didn't have that playmaking off the bench, and Aaron Holiday had a bad game. Yep, Jakar Sampson played a lot too, Austin. He did. Well, no, he didn't. Four minutes, 52 <laughs> seconds. He did. <laughs> uh, one more thing. I learned McDermott and Barnes were high school teammates. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, They won 53 straight games. Well, I wish uh, McDermott had learned how to shut Barnes down. Not let him go off for 30. <laughs> oh, sorry. One more thing, too. Uh, Quinn Buckner tried to say mirror, uh-huh. but he said, he said, man, it's like looking in a mirror. I mean, mirror. I mean, I mean, mirror. <laughs> and then he just like kept going. And then he just said smothered chicken. And, <laughs> and then on. it was all better. I forgot about it. <laughs> but it it was good. Uh, it was a it was a good game up until the very end when the Kings pulled away and De'Aaron Fox capitalized it with that poster on Malcolm. Well, that brings us to our previous game, which was on Tuesday. Pacers win 104-95. Edmund Sumner turned that performance off the bench in that game into a starting role for this game. Which and he earned. Yeah, and he performed really well for uh, 
for Edmund Sumner. Yeah. In this game. I mean, 12 points. Yeah, on 6 of 11, sh- 11 shooting, too. Yep. So, big deal. Um, we Here, let me read the names of the players we didn't have. Um, I wrote this down. Oladipo was out, which turns out could have been because they were coming up with this trade. But also the second night of a back-to-back. It's also the second night of so. back-to-back. But who knows what they knew. Uh, TJ Warren was out. TJ McConnell's out. TJ Leaf's out. What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Lamb's out. Gogo Batadze's oh, out. TJ Leaf's out of the league. <laughs> Just a reminder yeah, for everyone. Yeah, that's <laughs> clearly what I meant. Um, Gogo was out. So uh, we saw a lot of Jakar Sampson. Jane LeCue's out. Not a big deal, but just I'm just reading everyone who's hurt right now or just sitting out. Um, and Brian Bowen is still out. So yep. we had a lot of players out. We saw Cassius Stanley get in early. We saw Keelan Martin get in early, which I feel like Keelan Martin's the new TJ Leaf at this point. I don't know how you guys feel. This is a classic. Uh, you get you got real high on this player, and he didn't live up to your expectations. So now you're just super down on him. When if you just stayed in the middle... You would have been fine. If I just kept it cool, yeah. didn't, didn't cut brakes or pump brakes, just let them roll. Yeah, just let them play. <laughs> you would have been fine. Cruise control. Uh, Cassius Stanley, two free throws and a personal foul away from a three trillion. So I'm glad he <laughs> put a couple stats up on the board. <laughs> Wait, or, did he miss both the free throws? No, he, no, he, hit, he hit both free throws and he oh, had a foul. Okay, but okay. If he almost had a three trillion if it weren't for that. So. Oh. But ultimately, this game was the Miles Turner Aaron Holiday show at the end. Yes. And... Um, Aaron Holiday found his role, which is a lot of guys are hurt, come off the bench, play that like spark plug six man role. And at the end of the game, like he had the ball in his hands. He attacked Curry multiple times, Mm -hmm. which it's Steph Curry. He's not the best defender, but he's not the worst defender. Um, And there was even a play where Aaron Holiday went straight at Draymond Green, scored over him, got fouled. Then no foul was called, was screaming at the ref, but he scored the bucket. And it should have been an and one, but like he was so confident out there, had seven points like in quick succession at the end of the game. And man, I mean, it restored faith if you if you were watching this game and uh, restored faith in Aaron Holiday if you're watching this game. And uh, I I appreciated what I saw in him. Yeah, he looked a lot better. He still needs to improve his shooting. He had 16 points on 16 shots, so you don't love to see that. But he did play a lot better. And like you said, it was a Miles Turner show, 22 points, 12 rebounds, five blocks. It was a really good game for him. Oh, five blocks. Okay, good for him. Yeah. I guess that was the the last. Uh, I definitely think he fouled whoever he got that fifth block on. I don't. I don't know if you think so, but uh, I don't think he's ever fouled anyone <laughs> in his entire career. Goes as a block in the stat book. Uh, he did have three personal fouls this game, though. Let me only three. That's pretty good. That's, that's not. It's <laughs> not bad. I don't know what you're trying to say there. Uh, Sabonis was locked up uh, too by Draymond a lot of this game, but still managed to put up 18 points and 14 rebounds. Oh, yeah. and six assists. I didn't even realize he had that too. So yeah, but they. T- uh, Turbonus co- combined for a great game. Yeah. Surprising. Not really. <laughs> Suburner. Uh, tur- Turbonus. Suborner. Sabone. Sigourney. Nah, nah, just... <laughs> Sigourney? Yeah. Yeah, that adds up. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about these games we got coming up in the next week here? Let's freaking go. All right, we got the Blazers on Thursday the 14th, probably today for most of you all listening. At Portland, obviously, 10 o'clock Eastern. Jack, what are your thoughts on this game? Um, first thought is it's a late game, and that makes me mad. Yep. Um, we have 10 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m., the three games we're going to talk about. Actually, we'll probably talk about the next the next four, but um, this road trip has been rough. I hate staying up so late, especially with a kid. Like, it's just a bad mix, but, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna kid fight through. all the time. He does, but it's still a tiring experience to be a parent. It's the potential. You get it. You get it. 
Yeah, it's like being a firefighter. It's like <laughs> sitting around for the potential for something to happen. <laughs> Sorry to anybody who's a firefighter or uh, knows a firefighter, but let's be honest. Well, <laughs> hey, it's a good thing that Levert won't be here for this game because it sounds like Damian Lillard's kind of scared of him on the Pacers. Yeah, well, I wish Karis Levert would play this game then. Um, I don't know what the over-under is. It's probably pretty high. I feel like this is a this is like a smash the over. According to CBS Sports, it's two twenty nine point five. Oh yeah, you got to go the over wow. on this, big time, right? You just need each team to score one hundred fifteen. Yeah, I say hit the over, and I also just want to say that I think firefighters do great work <laughs> when called upon. We really we need them. Yeah, I'm gonna blow right past you again. <laughs> Let you sit in your shame. <laughs> uh, after the Portland game, we go back to play the Suns. Hopefully we get a rebound against them. Uh, we go back to allegedly play the Suns. Right. We'll see if their their games are back because uh, their Friday game got canceled. So I imagine their Saturday game would probably be canceled as well. Which Best case scenario, um, they have a bunch of guys out because contract contact tracing, but uh, they don't get it. They don't get COVID. This is best case scenario, remember. Um, and the Suns only have four players to play. Well, then they can't play. <laughs> you have to have eight. Oh, <laughs> well, hopefully they have eight players to play. Didn't the 76ers only have seven the other night? Uh, no, they addressed Mike Scott, but even though he was injured. Oh. <laughs> and he just sat on the bench the whole game. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see if that one gets played. I I made that rebound joke because uh, we didn't rebound very well against them. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we can rebound and win against them. Yes. I just wanted you to. You can rebound and sign Martin Lawrence to a contract, too. Oh. Oh, for rebound, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Lots of rebound jokes. Here. Not, a, yep. not a bad movie. I mean, it might I haven't be bad seen now. It, well, but so, okay, what I will say is I rewatched Daddy Daycare recently because I remember it being a good movie. Awful. Awful movie. It's a kid's movie. Yeah, which was my mistake. So, is rebound an awful movie, too? We just thought it was good as kids. Well, again, I didn't see it, but. Oh. I feel like I might like it. Uh, his Big Mama's House movies got canceled. Oh, why? Because fat suit. For real? Yeah, it's like a thing. Like, oh, and and I get it, but also uh, not afraid to say that I'll still laugh at fat suit comedy. <laughs> Norbit, <laughs> Nutty Professor. It was really just Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. Well, Mike Myers in Austin Powers. Oh, yep, yep. yep what yep. was his name? Fat Bastard. <laughs> That's right. Well, Austin Powers has a lot of other issues that would prevent those movies from being made today. Oh, yeah. any of those movies well, at that time. I don't know if you've watched now, Austin now Powers recently. It's rough. <laughs> it's rough watches, those movies. <laughs> They're funny movies. They're though. funny Here's the thing. We say, we, we say a lot like, oh, I don't know if this show, this show wouldn't get made today. I don't know how true that is. Like, I can... Parks, I will... 100% say Austin Powers would not South be South Park today. is still on the air. That's true. Always Sunny in Philadelphia is still on the air. It's Family. Always Sunny is still on the air. Family yeah. Guy is still on the air. So I mean, the Eric Andre show is still making the content. The Eric Andre show <laughs> is still on the air. <laughs> it's one of the best shows on the air. It is. That's one of those shows five years ago you'd say that would never be made in 2021. Uh, f- five years ago, it, I would have said this show will never end. Oh. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you can get all our other thoughts on all dot TV and movies, <laughs> our new podcast coming out soon. Yeah, but also not a new podcast, so don't get your hopes up. Uh, but here are actual thoughts on the Clippers game. That is uh, Sunday the seventeenth. Jack, what do you think about that game? Um, I wish it was in Indy. 
and I wish we could go to the game because there's nothing that I love more um, about uh, Paul George and Pacer basketball games than booing Paul George. <laughs> um, but, I mean, the Clippers are legit. We'll see how we uh, fare against them, especially the, the fifth game of a road trip out west. Right. Um, so I wouldn't get our hopes up too much for a couple of these games. I, I am expecting a win against Portland. I hope for a win against Phoenix if we even get to play them. Um, but I think this is just going to be like one of those games where we're exhausted. We have a lot of injuries. Let's just like go out there, play. But if we lose, we lose. You went from expect a win to hope a win to <laughs> basically it sounds like pray for a win. Yeah, the last three in that order. Yes, correct. Yeah. And it really ended with I think we're going to lose. <laughs> Essentially, like. yeah. I, I don't expect a win as a as – a, Usually, well, I say sometimes a biased Pacers fan um, that I am sometimes. <laughs> Always. <laughs> I think you should switch the Clippers and the Suns game. Oh. The Suns are better than the Clippers right now. Interesting. Okay. But we might not play them. But you might not. You're right. And I don't know. Maybe you're catching them if they have COVID guys out. Well, what do you think about uh, the Mavs at home on the 20th? I think you should feel really good about that, especially you've probably had Levert at least have a one or two games yep. under his belt. I'm guessing this is going to be his first game. Just my just my hunch. You think it'll be a full week before he gets? Yeah, I think he's. They're going to wait till he's home. Well, maybe now that you say that, that it's a whole week. Yeah, that but is a long time. He's going to join them on this. Yeah, road trip you're right. Sure you're right. If okay. COVID protocols allow it. I will say, uh, having watched this Mavs team some. They are very underwhelming. They are. It's weird. Uh, I I don't want to like toot my own horn here, but I thought at least until Porzingis came back, they would not be that great and not be. Uh, you know, I thought everybody was kind of hailing Luca as the MVP favorite. I didn't think the team would be good enough for him to win it, and they just they don't have any scoring outside of Luca, who is not. 100% just because I don't think he's in shape right now uh-huh. uh, like he was at the end of last season. So the offense is just – it's kind of t- it's really tough to watch if he's not out there. They kind of ask Jalen Brunson <laughs> to <laughs> do a lot of playmaking. I don't think anybody thought losing Seth Curry would affect them quite as much as it has this year. Yeah, and, and the man, Josh Richardson is just – he's kind of become one of those guys where I'm like – if he gets the ball, I I hope he shoots it if I'm rooting against the Mavs. Which is – it's amazing how he seemed like he was going to be a great player on Miami, and he just yeah. hasn't lived up to that anywhere else. Yeah. It's that heat culture. Yeah, you better chill out, man. This is the all-pacers <laughs> pod. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but Heat fans would all say that. I can't believe you just said heat culture wearing a Pacers shirt on on Blue Wednesday. I was, I was being a sarcastic. But oh, that okay. would – that this is literally boost what every the heat culture uh, hey, argument. It, hey, hey, man. Um, Blue Wednesday, I don't really understand sarcasm or keep up with it. So it's Blue Wednesday. All right. Well, that, that concludes our uh, look ahead at the next few games. Uh, any more thoughts on those games from you guys? Yeah, I didn't give my Mavs thoughts. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't think you had any. It's Blue no, Wednesday. Well, that's my answer is I don't really have any. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, thinking three and one, probably. Hopefully. Four and oh is my goal. You'd said we're definitely going to lose to the Well, Clippers. I feel like I can't now now I can't say, "Oh yeah, we'll go 3 and 1." Now, no, we're going 4 and 0, oh, right? <laughs> and last podcast you said they're going to definitely beat the Knicks. Well, that was before anyone knew the Knicks were really good. 
are they really good? The Knicks are like, are they mega really good? Oh, I didn't know that was a category. No, they're mega really good. Are they yawn mega good? Listen, Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, uh, Taj Gibson. Quickly. Taj Gibson just got there. Quickly is good. Emmanuel Quigley. Oh, yeah. Emmanuel Quigley. Quickly. (laughs) (laughs) He's not a cartoon character. (laughs) He didn't go down under. Didn't, what? didn't Quigley go down under? Ah, you're you're so much older than us. We don't keep up with yeah, these I references. But there's a, there's this. a sweet spot, Jeremy. You're going those four years before we got into pop culture. <laughs> I want to make sure I have that right. I'm pretty sure I do. <laughs> yep. uh, All I had to type was Q U I G, and it said Quigley done under. Okay, that is a very old 1990 Western <laughs> movie. It's not even a cartoon. How do you even know this? <laughs> I'm sure my mom watched it at some point. That's oh, okay. probably what it was, yeah. So she likes westerns. You know how it is. That Bale's ha- you household. Know moms. Gunsmoke. <laughs> Other <Yeah>. westerns. <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts before we wrap this thing up, guys? Uh, Rango Goes West. Was the, that what it was? Rango? The, I think it's just Rango. Oh. You're thinking the, of the Five Goes movie? West. Oh, that's what it was. Another western. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, but it, that was animated. Okay, you're, you're with me. Yeah, right. Ringo's that Johnny Depp lizard movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fievel's the old cartoon mouse. I don't know him. Yeah, another old reference. Also, Sorry. it's a lizard Johnny Depp movie, not a Johnny Depp lizard movie. Sorry, that's my fault. <laughs> All right, we're gonna wrap it up there. <laughs> Please go follow us at all dot pacers on instagram at all underscore pacers on twitter thank you all for listening and we'll see you next week and if you haven't already signed up for the Vigit app we uh, are given a free jersey away at the end of january all we, you got to do oh two more people i think yeah two more and we got to 50 so once we get 50 we're doing a free jersey giveaway if you haven't signed up yet sign up if you have signed up go tell some of your friends because i mean they could win a free jersey why not it's or a free jersey it's free money yeah and do you're what definitely austin. gonna beat me you're definitely gonna beat <laughs> i am out of money <laughs> With, like, no, there's no games I'm waiting on to come in. I'm just, I'm out of, right. I'm out of the fake Vig You money. get 2,500 coins to start. It's free to sign up. Austin's already negative 2,600, pretty much. I don't know where you got your extra money from. You're below 2,500. Am get, I really? You get yeah. free coins if you play those free-to-play contests. That's what it was. And you can comment and get 10 free coins. I don't know if you guys knew that. But oh. um, if you just write a post, you get 20 free coins. But there you go. Anyway, if you haven't signed up yet, sign up. If you have signed up. Or you can even do what Austin does. Um, you use your girlfriend's accounts, and now you have multiple accounts. So there's more chances to win a free jersey. So if you have someone's phone that you have access to, sign up for that account too. I can't wait to interview your girlfriend next week at the pod. Yeah, the all girlfriends, all Austin's girlfriends pod. Yep. All right. <laughs> uh, we'll see all listening right now. See ya. Hey, peace out. Bye. about team basketball it's all about playing the game the right way the name on the front of the jersey is more important than that name on the back of the jersey you play for the indiana pacers that's who you represent